You're listening to the YCA Podcast. This is a podcast created for coaches by the coaches. The Young Coaches Association is proud to present exclusive content from coaches, young and old, all across the state of South Carolina. The YCA Podcast was created to provide a platform where coaches can share their own thoughts and insights to others with the hopes of building a brand and growing the profession. In more simple terms, these are ball coaches just sitting around talking ball. Thanks for listening to the YCA Podcast. We hope you enjoy. All right, so we're here tonight. This is the opening kick of our running back positional episode. I am your host tonight, uh, riding by myself in Fort Willis. I've got my co-host, Coach Brett Fields. He's over at the Death Star, two T's or two N's or whatever. I don't even know what we said. I don't know where you're at. But you're Death Star, but it's not the trademark one, so we don't get in trouble. So, Coach Fields, what's up, man? What's up, man? Uh, excited to be back. We're remote, which is a little weird. Uh, normally we're together. I can handle the tech stuff. Hopefully Coach Willis doesn't mess anything up. Yeah, we'll see. I'm I'm not real like tech savvy when it comes to breaking all this stuff down, but you know, we'll we'll make it work. Um, you know, YouTube, Google is a is a wonderful thing. So you know, if it something messes up or whatever, we'll be able to you know get it squared away. But yeah, so we're talking running backs tonight. Um, we've got two special guests. Uh, you know, we got Coach Rodney Mooney. He is the the Wilson High School head football coach. Um, he's been a little bit everywhere, upstate, you know, low country. Now he's over in that kind of Florence area. Um, coached a little bit of everything. He's been the defensive side, offensive side. I actually had the opportunity to coach with him in an all-star game a couple years ago where he was the offensive coordinator and he coached running backs. You know, so that was kind of my thought process. Let's get him on here. You know, let him talk some running back stuff. And then we've got Coach Isaiah Perrin, who is the offensive coordinator at Stratford High School. Um, those guys are pretty multiple over there when it comes to offense. Uh, you know, he's an OL type guy, but, you know, he coaches running backs and he is their coordinator. So, you know, they're going to give two different perspectives. Uh, you know, excited about getting those guys on here and talking about some running back stuff. So, Coach Fields, you got anything before we jump into the first drive? No, let's get after it, man. All right, man. That is the opening kick. Get ready. All right, so we are here. This is the first drive segment of our positional episode. We are talking running backs today. Uh, like I said in the opening kick, we have two special guests with us, along with myself and Coach Fields. Uh, we've got head coach at Wilson High School, Coach Rodney Mooney, and we've got offensive coordinator at Stratford High School, Coach Isaiah Perrin. Uh, coach Mooney, what's going on, my man? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Uh, everything's it's it's great over here, man. I'm in the I'm in the. Uh, the Fort Willis, but I, you know, my, my guy Fields ain't with me tonight. He's he's remote. He's he's at the Death Star. I'm I'm at Fort Willis, and you know, I'll, I'll try to get through it without you know making any mistakes without him over here looking at me. <laughs> yeah, man. But glad to have you guys on, Coach Perrin. What about you, man? How's it going? Can't complain, man. Living the dream. That's it. Oh, listen, Coach Perrin is so like like myself. Coach Perrin is a golf coach as well, so we definitely are living the dream, Coach Perrin. Me and you. Yes, yes, definitely, most definitely. Yeah, so we, we got it rock and rolling. All right, so, oh, Coach Fields, you already kind of spoke in the opening kick, but, you know, what's going on? Give us some give us some words of wisdom before we start. Um, I've got some requests for Coach Perrin a little bit later on. Uh -oh. uh, some things that I hope he doesn't do <laughs> next season. Uh, so it's a list of demands, but we'll worry about that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that, So you know, because we, we play Coach Perrin over here. I'm at Berkeley, and Coach Fields is at Cane Bay, so we see these guys a lot, so. Yeah, all right, so 
Uh, first drive, just going to let you guys kind of, you know, give a little bit of background about yourself. Um, Coach Mooney, on my screen, I'm looking at you kind of in the top corner. I'm going to let you start. Obviously, you know, quick background for me and Coach Mooney. I started working at Chapman High School when I was in college, and I met Coach Mooney, and there's not many guys that are better than this guy. So, Coach Mooney, go ahead and give us your background, man. I appreciate that, man. Thanks a lot for having me on tonight. Uh, you know, as you guys mentioned, Rodney Mooney, the head football coach here at Wilson High School. This is my second year uh, as the head coach here, uh, my 22nd year overall. Uh, began coaching uh, in 2001. Uh, did a few years of middle school football at Mabry Middle School. Went on to Chapman High School, was there uh, from uh, 04 until 10. Uh, ended up leaving from there when I spent three years at, at uh, Woodruff High School. Ended up spending a year at Burns High School, was at Ashley Ridge High School for three years, uh, was at uh, Woodland High School for two years. So uh, I've coached D-line, linebackers, outside linebackers, offensive line, quarterbacks, running backs, uh, wide receivers a little bit. So uh, I've been all over the place, man, but I've had a good career. You know, I, I really enjoyed it, man. But most importantly, I get opportunity to impact young men every day. You know, so uh, I'm blessed to do, to do what I do, man. So appreciate what you guys are doing. Yeah, absolutely, Coach. And, and I can attest, man, like if you – any you t like we talk about being an assistant and stuff like that, Coach Mooney has definitely dabbled in a little bit of everything. Like you, you've coached – like you said, every position, man. I, I, you know, that that's – but, again, I, there was a guy that told me that I used to work for, if, if you're ever going to be a head coach, you better be able to coach every position. And I can honestly say, you know, Coach Mooney is one of those guys. So, yeah. All right, Coach Mooney, appreciate it, man. All right, Coach Perrin, your turn. Let you kind of give a little bit of your background. Go ahead. Definitely. Um, I, my name is Isaiah Perrin, offensive coordinator at Stratford High School. Uh, going into, well, this was my 10th year coaching now. Started out Timberland High School, where I graduated from. Coached there two years with Art Craig for a little bit. Um, from there, uh, went to Lower Richland for a year. Um, from after that, Swansea for two years. Then I actually spent three years at Wilson right before Coach Mooney got there. And um, the past two years, I've been at Stratford, running back coach. Um, but all my career, I've been an offensive line guy. I got to Stratford. They switched it up on me. So um, had to learn on the fly. Been doing a pretty good job with that. So uh, I really enjoy working with these guys. So I'm just get, trying to get better every day. Yeah, and, and so just a preface for you guys that are listening, these guys both could have come on and talked about any, any kind of other position. But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a running back, you know, Coach Mooney obviously has been a head coach, or he's a head coach, and he's, he's coached anything, everything on the offensive side of the ball. Coach Perrin's an offensive coordinator. So as a coordinator, you know, you got to know what those guys do at every position on the offensive side too. So, you know, really appreciate you guys coming in and, and being willing to talk some running back stuff. So uh, with that being said, Coach Fields, just go ahead and lead us into the cover three segment. Go ahead, man. Sure. So we'll start with a defensive guy starting the questions. Cover three, let's go. So Coach Perrin, you'll start with this one. Um, let's go with your program's current scheme for some background for our listeners here. Coach Mooney, you'll answer after he does. All right. Uh, so as far as us, uh, we're a spread team. Um, we do a lot of different things, inside zone, outside zone, inverted veer, uh, run a lot of counter bash. Um, but we have been known the past couple of years to jump into some five wide sets, some quad sets, um, things like that. Uh, we, we do a lot of things just to try to, you know, stretch the defense vertically and uh, sideline to sideline. So uh, whatever we see fit, we, we try to put in for our guys to just help our guys be successful. 
Um, a lot of gap power scheme, um, but just some of everything that we run at Stratford right now. All right, Coach Mooney, before you start, here's a here's a demand for Coach Perrin already. He's already <laughs> mentioned it. No more gap scheme out of empty. Okay, that's my first demand. You can do it the nine other weeks, however long y'all play, but when you play us, no gap scheme out of empty, okay? That's the first demand. There Coach you Mooney, what you got? Yeah, so so here at Wilson, man, offensively, we're, we're spread air raid. You know, uh, we're going to be a lot, lot of two-by-two two spread, a lot of three-by-one spread. Um, you know, uh, I like for my quarterback to get the ball out of the hands fast. You know, we hit a lot of our throws between that 8- to 12-yard areas. Um, you know, so uh, I know a lot of times when people see our offense, the first thing they say is, well, man, like Mooney love throwing the football. Uh, but the thing about it is that I'm a former offensive line coach. So, you know, with our run game, uh, we're, we're a big-time zone, zone team. We do a good bit of zone read, but, uh, you know, we've got a nice little mixture of, of some, some gap schemes in there uh, that we'll kind of hit you with here and there, um, you know. But uh, offensively, you know, we're, we're, we're up-tempo. We play really fast. Um, you know, I, I learned that from, from Brian Lane many years ago, but we play fast. We want to be able to kind of make the defense have to simplify what they're doing. So uh, we, have, we have a lot of fun. You know, we, we, we utilize all of our athletes. Um, you know, if you look at our stats over, you know, the last probably four or five seasons, you know, like uh, if you're a receiver, you're a running back in our offense, you're going to touch the ball a lot, you know. So uh, we do some, some fun things. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting offense, and we got a lot of wrinkles to it, but uh, we have a good time with it. Yeah, Coach, so, and so, again, just this, this position episode is, is important. I mean, because obviously, you know, I've been involved in offenses where, kind of similar to Coach Mooney, you know, you, you think spread and, and kind of spread it around to those skill guys. The running back is kind of the forgotten one sometimes. So just kind of speaking on that, give me – you guys give me your argument as to why – you know, people think, oh, the running back's the least important guy on offense. So I want you to give me your argument for, for why they're not the least important guy in the offense. Coach Mooney, we'll let you start with this one and swing it to Coach Perrin. Well, you know, like we, we use our running backs a lot, like in our pass game. Also in our run game, you know, a lot and everything. Um, you know, the one thing, you know, that I've learned, you know, as a play caller, as a head coach, man, is that 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 running back, he's a he's a, a key ingredient to what you do offensively, you know, because he can be in our offense. He ends up being that fifth receiver. He ends up being that check down guy, you know. So a lot of times when, um, you know, being an old offensive lineman myself and, and, and having coached offensive line too, um, I spend a lot of time looking at people's boxes. So uh, when, I, when I see that mismatch, you know, I'm going to tell my, my quarterback, hey, let's just swing out the backfield and hit an arrow, hit a swing, uh, as we call it, a mic route, which is kind of like a stop, uh, kind of in the middle of the field. Uh, but we're going to utilize him a lot in, in our pass game. So, uh, you know, when offenses sit back and say, well, that, that running back, he's not, really, he's not really relevant. Well, that's all fine and good. But, but at the end of the night, when you see that we put up, 450, 500, 550 yards of offense, uh, and our running back has had 13, 14 carries for a buck 25, but he's also had six receptions for 40 yards receiving. Now you start saying, okay, well, that running back is being utilized pretty well. You know, so uh, I'm big on check downs. I'm big on exploiting uh, open areas, you know, you know, where Mike and Will linebackers are. So uh, we work with our running backs a good little bit, but they are, are a – huge part of what we do offensively 
Um, and they end up being the, the Achilles heel for defenses a lot on Friday nights. Yeah, Coach Perrin, go ahead and go ahead and give your argument in, in the same regard. Oh, most definitely. So, um, I, like, like, I, like Coach said, being an offensive line guy, man, I, I realize um, how important that, that running back position is because he's that missing piece of that puzzle, um, especially in our protections. Um, how we try to justify what we're doing offensively. Um, I think that, you know, uh, you're going deep into the playoffs, anything like that, thinking, you know, forward, you got to have a decent running game when it starts getting cold. The receivers can't catch the ball at times. Um, you got to be able to have somebody that you can trust that you can get yards, those tough, gritty yards, and um, somebody to just t set that tone. Um, and, you know, every, you know, everywhere I've been, even going back to my Timberland days where we might have ran the ball probably about 20, 30 times a game, um, you know, I just saw the importance of it. Even playing for Coach Craig at Timberland, you know, we, we had running backs who rushed for like 3,000 yards, Rockarius King at that time. Um, it just being able to run the run the football and you know dominating somebody physically it sets the tone for your home program. So I feel like you know um, that running back position is a very special position, and it, and it takes a tough kid to really uh, be able to you know establish himself and have that mindset um, that you know I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna carry this ball. I don't care. I'm gonna fall forward for a yard every single time. I'm gonna be physical every single time. Um, and you know a lot of kids don't have that mentality. Uh, like they used to, but when you find kids that special like that, um, you want to get the balls into their hands, and um, you you want to establish yourself in that run game. Yeah, and we and we there, and, and so I guess kind of the transition into because obviously we're you know we're talking about like in, in different offenses, you're talking about different roles for running backs. So like that. you guys bring you know maybe two different perspectives, but kind of similar perspectives in that that sense. But you know if you got a team that's you know, wing T and, and those type guys. Running backs are a little bit different. What you ask them to do is a little bit different and things like that. Yep. So just from your guys' perspective, let, let's talk about if you had to pick the most important tribute for a high school running back. Coach Perrin, we'll let you go first. What do you think that attribute is? Um, I, that physicality mindset for me um, is that you just, you know, I always talk to my guys about being, being the hammer, not the nail. So no matter what you do, um, just being physical, uh, if that's blocking, if that's running, if that's catching the ball in the backfield and turning up field to, to uh, gain one yard for a first down, it's just having that, that uh, physical mindset that you, you're that tough guy, all right? You want to be that bully. So um, that's, that's, that mindset is the biggest thing for me. I can coach somebody who has that, that, uh, that goal mentality. You can't really coach a guy who has, you know, you know um, that, that whoa mentality, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Co Coach Mooney, what about you? I mean, probably some similar stuff, but give us go, go ahead and yeah, give us your answer. Yeah. yeah, very much. I mean, and I definitely agree with Coach P, man, you know, is, is uh, you know, the one thing that we preach here a lot at Wilson is physicality, you know, and um, and that's also in the weight room, you know, with our guys. But at running back, um, I don't care about how good an athlete you are. Um, I care about how physical you are. I care about your mental state. Um, I care about your vision. I care about your ability to, to, to help your teammates out, things like that. But, um, yeah, you got to be physical, especially like in our region. Uh, but we play in arguably the best region in the state, you know, so you can't be that middle school running back in our region. Uh, you better be able to get downhill if you need to, but you better be able to make a guy miss or two guys miss and, and, and be able to, to scrap for 
an extra three or four yards, you know. So the physicality part is the biggest thing for me. Yeah, so so Coach Fields, kind of give us the flip side perspective of this. Like, you're a defensive coach. What kind of running back do you hate going up against on the defensive side of the ball? The guy that makes the miss or the break tackle or the run over on the second level. Um, I can handle the guy that gets to the second level and my backside backer always makes the play, right? Um, it's the guy that once he gets to the second level, watch out. Um, I know a lot of offensive guys preach that. I feel like a lot of offensive lines honestly don't get to the second level and don't allow that running back to get to the second level in high school. But the running back who does and he makes it count, watch out. That, that's what I don't want to see. I want to see the guy that he gets to the linebackers or a safety and he's looking around like, I've never been here before. I don't know what to do, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, just, just I mean, you, you think about – if you go back and think about it, think about good high school running backs. That kid that totes it, you know, 15, 20, 25 times and he's been beat up all night, but he just keeps getting back up and getting in the huddle and he, they just keep pounding the rock, you know what I'm saying? Like, th those are some dudes and that's what you guys are talking about, the physicality aspect of it. I don't think that in this day and age that you can be uh, someone who doesn't enjoy or at least, you know, if you, if you can't take contact and you're not going to be physical, you, you're not going to make it very long at running back. You know, it's just not the way it works. Um, yeah, but that's perfect. That's, that's a good way to close out the cover three. Um, so I guess we're, we're, we're good on time here. So we're just going to jump right into the, to the two-minute drill. Uh, and so like, everyone listens. They, you know, we've been listening to the cover two – I mean, the two-minute drill – we got a couple of questions for you guys. Uh, Coach Perrin, Coach Mooney, you guys are the only ones going to answer this one. Coach Fields and I have answered, and we've had five people answering it, and it takes forever. So, two-minute <laughs> drill. We're going to try to keep it short and sweet. I got some fun questions for you guys. Uh, Coach Perrin, you'll answer first. Coach Mooney, okay. you'll answer second. And then we'll try to get this thing done in two minutes. You guys good? That'll work. Right, Coach, Coach Fields, you ready for this? I'm ready for the answers. We might try to roast them after. <laughs> yeah. All right, here uh, we go. Coach Perrin's boss likes to roast me on these. So. Oh, yeah, he does. Yeah, Co Coach McDaniel has definitely roasted fields. It's probably the best on, on the two-minute drill stuff. So, yeah. All right, so two-minute drill. Going to jump into it. We're going to get started. So, Coach Perrin, you'll answer first. Here we go. All right. Oreos or chocolate right. chip? Uh, chocolate chip. Oreos. All right. Uh, favorite taco meat? Uh, beef. Chicken. All right. Cruise or resort? Uh, cruise. Mm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with, with a resort. There I you go. Too, but I'm gonna go with a resort. All right, uh, go for the win or kick the PAT for the tie. I'm going for the win. Uh, definitely the win. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> this, this question was for Coach Fiddler. I don't know why it's on here, but Back. punt, punt, or go Back. for it. Back. Punt or go for it. Uh, go for it. Uh, yeah, you watch my film. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right, ketchup or mustard? Mustard. I'm going mustard. Okay. All right. Favorite pregame meal food? Oh, we we do uh, chicken alfredo, man, at Stratford. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, steak. Steaks is pretty good. Okay. All right. All right. So nice uniform, awful stadium, or a cool stadium with an ugly uniform? Oh, I got to go with the nice uniform, man. I got to look good. <laughs> See, I'm always good guy, so I'm going to go with the ugly uniform. Nice there you <laughs> go. All right, so talking Florida here, West Coast or East Coast of Florida? Oh, East Coast. Ooh, I'm going to go West Coast. All right, favorite pizza topping? 
Uh, Italian sausage. Pepperoni. My man, Italian I like them too. All right, pass, pass pro or run routes for running backs? Uh, oh, that's tough for me. Uh, run routes. Uh, I'm going to say pass pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got one restaurant for the rest of your life. Where are you going? Ooh, uh, Hall's, man. Hall's Chop House. Ooh, that's big time. That's good stuff. Uh, I'm going to say Maggiano's Italian place. Okay. All right. I got three questions left. All right. A Derrick Henry type running back or Barry Sanders type? Ooh, leave me Barry. Yeah, Barry Sanders. Yeah, that's the other answer. All right. Um, favorite running back of all time? Uh, Reggie Bush. Ooh. That's a good one. That's a oh, good one. Uh, you got me on that one. Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. I'm Ticking, Coach. Ticking. <laughs> Who you got, Coach? Barry Sanders. All right, cool. All right, last question. Who wins the Super Bowl this weekend? I'm going Chiefs. I'm going the Eagles, man. <laughs> <laughs> good. We got, we got two different answers. Guy. I'm an old defensive guy, man. The Eagles defense is pretty good. There you go. Yeah, that, I, that, that was pretty good, man. We, we try to add some questions in there to try to stump some of you guys and – you know, there's there's some fun questions in there. I don't know, Fields, did they get it under two minutes? I don't know if they did or not. I don't know. It was a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, it was a lot of questions. And shout out to Coach Fiddler for the weird go for – or punt or go for it. Like, I told him, I said, if any if an offensive guy answers punt, we're kicking him off the pod right now. Well, the problem is we've had him on the pod, and he – He's a punt guy. I know. But, I mean, still, like, what offensive guy wants to punt? Like, I don't ever want to punt. Yeah. No, I mean, I situationally, yeah, we'll punt. But I, if it's coming down to it, I want to go for it. Yeah, so. Look, at, 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 at this at this fourth and short, four yards or less. Yeah. And I'm, I'm at go. least on my 45. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably going to go on for it. Let's rock and roll. <laughs> I like it. Guy. Yeah, no, that's that's a good uh, two-minute drill. And so uh, that, that's probably a good little uh, break point there. We'll take a quick break, and we're going to come right back and jump into the Air It Out segment. All right, we are now here in the Air It Out segment, uh, meat and taters, as my boy Coach Fields likes to call it. Um, this is the good stuff. We're going to get into some good questions here. Uh, again, we've got Coach Mooney, uh, head coach at Wilson High School, and Coach uh, Perrin is the offensive coordinator at Stratford High School, in here to talk some running back play. So, uh, aired out segment, guys, we'll kind of jump into it. I'll give you the first question, okay? All right, so, uh, talking about the role that your running backs, running back coaches have in your program, uh, what kind of role do you guys give your running back coaches? I mean, even if it's if it's not you, obviously, if you if you got someone else that coaches running backs or if it's you, but – what kind of role does the running back coach have in your program? You know, Friday night responsibilities, weekend game planning, that type stuff. Coach Mooney, we'll let you start. Yeah, so so uh, in our offense, man, uh, Coach Gilchrist, man, he does a great job. I, I know Coach Perrin's probably familiar with him. Um, he does a great job with my running backs. Very great fundamental guy. Um, you know, like, for example, on Friday nights, he's up in the box. Um, he's got really good vision. Uh, of what the defensive lines are doing, what linebacks are doing. Um, he does a, re a really good job of just communicating to me, you know, kind of what he sees. And, and then on top of that, too, obviously, with our running backs, if they miss holes and miss responsibilities, he can see it a little bit faster than I can. So, um, you know, he's got really good eyes on Friday night. When it comes to game planning, um, he takes care of, you know, him and my offensive line coach get together, and they uh, put in our fronts. Uh, stunts and blitzes uh, in huddle, you know, so they've got a really crucial job when it comes to getting the information to me that, that I really need, you know, when it comes to, to game planning. Um, but yeah, I mean, ha has a really big role 
in our program. Uh, great for our kids, man. He's great with fundamentals. Um, our players respect him, you know. So the role he plays in what we do is, is really big. Yeah, Coach Perrin, what about you? All right, so you know, I, I'm a guy that wears many hats as offensive coordinator and running back coach. But um, going to Sunday meetings, I uh, usually have a game plan set in place, watch film over the weekend of, you know, our, our best runs um, to attack any defense that we are facing. Um, also, anything screen-wise. So, um, you know, a lot of our screen game, if it's running back screens or outside tunnel screens or anything like that, um, uh, I, you know, try to get implemented uh, to Coach McDaniel. Um, uh, blitz pickup. So, me and Coach Tidwell do a good job of trying to, see what the uh, blitzes are, tendencies and stuff like that. Um, so on Friday night, you know, my job is pretty much um, uh, to help Coach McDaniel, you know, figure out, you know, how we're going to attack defense, um, you know, look at look at the film on the ground, see if any uh, defense are making any adjustments to anything that we're doing. Um, and then, you know, just basically um, keeping my guys fresh. So, I, I, you know, I really pride myself on trying to keep my guys fresh um, you know, at Stratford, we had about two running backs that, you know, that I could really count on last year and, you know, really just divvying up the carries. Um, had a little thunder and lightning back last year. So, um, you know, it, it's not a lot of duties, but, you know, I think that, you know, I really pride myself in, you know, trying to develop those guys and, um, you know, getting those guys to, to the right spots every, uh, every Friday night. So uh, that's my job at Stratford. All right, guys, so I got one for you. Before we go to EDDs, um, Coach Perrin, you can start with this one. I got a little impromptu question. So let's say you guys just hired uh, on staff like a first-year, second-year guy, and he's got to do your running backs. He's got to be the running backs coach on the varsity. Uh, what would you kind of give him as far as responsibilities? Would you give him as much as you have now? As I know you're the OC, but as far as just being the running backs coach, how would you lead into that? Um, for me, uh, I probably, um, definitely just pick his mind on understanding, you know, fronts, uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, I was off of the line guy for a long time. So I think that really helps me, you know, coach running backs, um, because I know, you know, what fronts are doing, what these guys are doing, linebacker play and stuff like that, because I played the position, I played offensive tackle in college. And, you know, I coached off of the line for a long time to just pick his brain as far as, you know, how, is that, how he understands how fronts, how defense is uh, fit up and stuff like that. Um, so just really just the basic of, basics of that and then um, continue to work forward. Coach Mooney, you got anything to add to that? Yeah, you know, if I had a young guy, man, that I just hired, I, I mean, I know just for me, um, you know, I mean, I, I would definitely want to assess the guy um, and see um, – you know, what his level of knowledge is as far as running back play, et cetera. Um, but then the biggest thing, you know, I would just want to, to really get with him um, and let him know, like, like, like it's specifically what I'm looking for as a play call. You know, uh, making sure that he understands, like Coach Parent was talking about, understanding fronts and stunts and, and, uh, and blitzes and different things and, uh, and making sure that he understands how I want uh, fronts and stunts and blitzes to be inputted into in huddle. Um, and I think getting, getting down the base information, you know, as far as, as Friday night responsibilities, I'll probably limit some of the things that I would ask that person to, to look for because I know the game is really fast. 
you know, but I, I want to have a nice buildup to the point where, you know, maybe by mid-season playoff time that, you know, the individual becomes pretty comfortable with kind of exchanging information with me about what they see and different things. But, um, you know, just kind of a gradual buildup. But the one thing that I firmly believe in with, with young coaches, man, is giving them an opportunity to, to, uh, to learn on their own, um, on their own time without me being in their ear all the time, you know, so – uh, I would just want to have a, a nice little build-up plan for that coach and um, allow that person to grow at, as a running backs coach. Yeah, I mean, progression teaching, right? Uh, we can do the same thing with coaches than we can kids. Yeah. All right, so Coach Perrin, we'll go ahead with you. We want to talk about your favorite everyday drill, something that you're going to take with you no matter what if you're in charge of the running backs. Um, for me, it starts off uh, with ball security um, and stance. Um, my big thing is five points of contact, so fingertips, palm, forearm, bicep, chest. Um, we preach that. So if, if I got a running back that's constantly forming the ball, I can't play. That's, that's a big thing, you know, trying to keep that turnover margin positive for our, our team. Um, so making sure that, you know, I got somebody that I can trust with the ball in their hands. And then um, the stance, and then we do a lot of mesh stuff. All right. So with our, our different aiming points for our, our quarterbacks and, you know, the different runs that we have in place. Um, those are things that we have to work every day. Because, um, you know, like I said, coming as an offensive line guy, um, knowing where to press those double teams, um, teaching those guys um, slow, to the, slow to the hole, fast through the hole, um, understanding, you know, how to teach them to read linebacker plays, how linebacker flows or, and fills and stuff like that. Um, all, I get all that done with my mesh um, with the quarterback. So um, those are my two favorite is ball security and those mesh drills and just being able to teach, um, you know, just understanding how everything, you know, lines up from the offensive standpoint um, to what their job is. Coach Moody, what you got to add here? Yeah, and for us, you know, I think Coach Gilchrist, you know, like uh, the one thing, you know, that we preach big time, very similar to Coach Perrin, you know, is ball security, you know, is that, um, you know, I don't care if you know 100 million plays, you're going to fumble it every three or four plays, then you're going to kill us. You're going to kill a drive. You could possibly kill a game, you know. So we talk about ball security a lot. Uh, you know, we talk about developing vision. Uh, but, you know, like the, the first drill that, that we usually do is it just, just a high and tight, kind of like Coach was talking about, the five-point high and tight, old-school Tiki Barber, uh, you know. But uh, we're always preaching constantly taking care of the, of the football, you know. is I don't care if you get two yards. Um, just get two yards and, and be able to cover the football and take care of it and not turn it over. Um, you know, we do a lot of uh, uh, balance type drills. We do a lot of uh, like, like uh, bag shuffling types of drills and different things, you know, within that first 15 minutes. So, you know, we talk a lot about ball security, uh, balance, developing vision, and having a nice little build up towards that, you know, and then, I always have probably two periods a day that, that I always send my running backs with my offensive line. So we just kind of reiterate those drills. And then we obviously implement th those drills with our offensive line also. Um, and, you know, yeah, so, I mean, you know, it, it's pretty much simple run, running back play. But ball security, that's going to be the number one thing we're going to do every single day. Yeah, Coach, and so you just kind of – you mentioned the word vision. So that's kind of my next thing. You know, people talk about – really good running backs having a great vision. It, it, is a, a person who's coached running backs for it, is that something that you can teach or is that a skill you can teach or is that something that you just get through practice? What, what's kind of your experience in, 
in developing vision or, or seeing a running back develop better vision as the year goes on? Coach Mooney, you let you start that one. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, so I, I think I think it's a mixture of both. You know, I think that it's something that can be developed. I think some of it is natural. You know, you've got some players who who have better vision than others, um, and then you've got some guys that have to have to learn how to have vision, which I think comes back to them understanding what the offensive line is doing up front, what type of front the, the defensive line is in, how the linebackers are playing. Are they playing tens, twenties, thirties, etc.? Are they fast flowing? Are they patient? You know, are they hip to the sideline all the time? You know, when they see a hat down, et cetera. And I think when you teach them that more, you can you can elevate their their IQ of, of, of developing vision a little bit more. Um, some kids naturally just have it. They have a great foot in the ground. They know how to get north, you know, but I think that, that it can be developed. I think some of it is natural, um, but also a guy that has a natural vision is a little bit sweeter to coach uh, than that guy you have to teach. Usually with young guys, you end up having to teach it and develop it a lot of times. But when you have some some more experienced guys, they have more of a natural feel for it. Yeah, you're right there. Uh, it, ain't nothing sweeter than seeing that running back, you know, if, like you run in zone or something. Like He gets to the next level, all of a sudden he sticks that foot in the ground, and that backside linebacker ain't there, right, Coach Fields? Yeah, it ain't sweet, big dog. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so Coach Perrin, what about you? Like, just talk about like your experience with you know trying to teach or trying to help running backs, you know, develop a, a better vision or how you go about doing that. Um, for me, is it starts with you know in that classroom, man, um, understanding our concepts. Um, and like Coach said, like if you got that guy that already has that that good vision, man, it's a blessing to have. But for a lot of these young guys, you know, sometimes you get people who um, have to change positions where you got to plug them in that running back. It's just the understanding of, all right, what's the offensive line doing? What What's the front doing? Um, you know, where where are these linebackers playing? Um, where are the double teams coming from? All right, what can I press? How can I get behind these big old guys and, and, and uh, you know, uh, find a hole here, you know? So the biggest thing for me is just understanding the concepts of what we're trying to do. Um, where we're, you know, aiming points and stuff like that. Um, you know, how our right foot, uh, feet, feet work, everything. So um, I think all that plays a role in understanding vision. You know, if you got a guy that, you know, has good footwork and, um, you know, just taking off handoffs in the mesh and stuff like that, you can easily teach the concepts uh, of, you know, I'm pressing the double team on inside zone. I'm either going to bend it, I'm going to bounce it, those different type of things like that. Yeah, and I, and you both of you guys, obviously, Coach Perrin, you know, played OL and coached OL, probably specialized in that. Coach Mooney, you coached OL too. How, how much do you guys value those running backs working with the O linemen in practice? So just talk about that a little bit, Coach Perrin. How much do you guys work with those guys up front in practice? Uh, so we, we have a, a couple different sessions that we get to go with those guys. Um, you know, early in the week when we're just trying to uh, implement what we're trying to do for the week, uh, we have a walkthrough period where. Uh, we put set up some trash cans or different things or some bodies and stuff like that. And we just um, look at what defenses are going to give us in the front wise. And then we have other times where we have BPU or a blitz pickup period where, you know, we go over stunts and fronts and stuff like that. Um, so I think having those uh, like almost every day, you know, going through it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday with your guys and just, you know, continuing um, teaching those guys, all right, this is what you're going to expect. This is what you're going to get, probably get on third down. This is what you're going to get on, uh, on out of this formation or whatever. 
um, really helps our guys um, to mirror up what the offensive line is doing. Um, just me being an offensive line guy, I think that's helped me a whole lot with running back play because it just I understand what the whole the whole picture. So um, I think that's a big part of me being able to teach these guys. You know, all right, we need to we need to spend some more time on the offensive line so we know exactly what what's going on here. Yeah, perfect. Coach, yeah. me go ahead. Yeah, man. Like for us, you know, our, our O line and running backs are going to get together and practice anywhere from two to four periods a day. You know, depending on who we're playing, what we got going on, how much install we got going on, different things. Um, you know, I felt like the, the offensive line and running backs are, are, are like uh, are like boyfriend girlfriend. You know, like you have to you have to have that relationship and spend time with them. Um, you know, because yeah. as a running back, you know, and I think that, that we all could attest to this is, you know, when you understand, let's say, for example, your strengths and your weaknesses on the offensive line, you're going to kind of know possibly, and that, that kind of goes back a little bit to the vision part a little bit, is that you're going to kind of understand who you know that you can kind of stay a track behind. You're going to know who you may need to cut back on. You're going to maybe know who you need to kind of stick on the ground with. Um, you're going to understand that a little bit more while, while you're in practice, you know. So we spend a lot of time just, like, going through run reviews. Uh, we spend a lot of time going over our pass pro uh, and making sure that our running backs and our offensive line have a great relationship with each other. So on Friday nights, um, those two are very comfortable. You know, there's a lot of communication that goes on. Our running backs gives, you know, they'll they'll set our, um, our, our protections uh, most of the time. And, you know, so uh, they have to be able to know each other really, really well, you know, because when things get tough, you know, if I call a specific play behind certain guys, that running back needs to know how that guy blocks. Is that guy a really good driver? Is he a pretty good position guy? You know, does he have a, a habit of maybe catching a little bit? And I may need to kind of hit that gap a little bit faster. I may can, you know, kind of take my time a little bit, a little bit longer, depending on, on, on who I'm, you know, running in behind. So, you know, I'm big on those guys spending a lot of time together and, and just building a really good relationship together. Yeah, I got you. Um, so I guess what I kind of want to do is something a little bit different that I, you know, we haven't really done it. I'm, I'm going to take a little, like a quick little break here. And I actually want to come back. It's not scripted. I want to talk about some pass pro stuff when we come back. So I'm going to take a quick break and we'll come right back to it. So we're back here and, and we're kind of, this is the first time we've kind of done this here. I, I'm going to go off script a little bit. Um, you know, we obviously we, we let our guys prepare. We want them to be prepared. Uh, we didn't. I, I meant to add this question in here. But I'm gonna kind of throw these guys on the spot. We're gonna talk a little bit about pass pro in the, at the running back position. So, uh, Coach Mooney, I'll kind of let you go first. Just just talk me through like you know what kind of techniques and things do you guys teach your running backs when, when it comes to pass protection? Yeah, like the biggest thing is recognition. You know, because um, you know, like when we do our our, our huddle breakdown. We're going to be very, very familiar with your blitzes. Um, you know, we're going to have a really good idea of, of uh, what, what we feel like that you're going to probably try to attack us. You know, so we make sure that when we get with our offensive line and we're doing our pass pro stuff, we're making sure that our running backs become really good at going and attacking, like, their area. You know, whether we're slide protecting, uh, whether we're, we're, we're just man-on-man, -man, we're going five-on-five, six-on-six, et cetera. Um, and we've got a couple of different things that, that we do here, but the biggest thing is, you know, don't sit back. <laughs> That's the one thing I tell our running backs all the time. Don't sit back and get 
manhandled and get knocked back into our quarterback. And now he ends up with a broke wrist, broke arm, sprained shoulder, et cetera. You know, so, um, and also, you know, like the years that I coach running backs, I coach running backs when they came to pass pro a lot like I did offensive line. You know, so, we're, you know, we're talking about hands inside, thumbs up, um, attacking, making sure that, that we got good hips, that we're moving our feet. I taught it almost identical to the same way that I did offensive line, you know. So um, the biggest thing, you know, for running backs is recognizing who the Mike linebacker is, who the wheel backer is, who the Sam backer is, et cetera, um, and making sure that we know if I got to pick up an edge guy, I've got to make sure that I step up and I attack him and I get my hands inside and I move my feet and I give our quarterback a good three to four seconds to throw the football. Um, if it's a Mike linebacker or a Will linebacker, we got to make sure that when we make our call up front, that you're stepping up into that gap and you're meeting that guy, but you're not like catching. Same way as an offensive lineman, you know, like I don't want you catching, catching, catching all the time, uh, but I want you to be able to step up um, and get your hands on those guys. So hand placement, uh, having good feet, having good hips, uh, good eyes, recognizing who you're blocking and not just picking and guessing. Uh, those are big things when we talk about uh, teaching our running backs how to protect in our pass game. Yeah, and Coach Perrin, you, you may have some similar stuff, but just go ahead and kind of elaborate on that when you talk about you know coaching the running backs in pass pro. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, like my saying goes, man, be the hammer like the nail. So I always try to preach to my guys, you got to be physical because a lot of times you may be blocking a defensive end and we're in slide protection or something like that. You got to know aiming points. So my guys, I, I try to teach them, all right, so you know if this left tackle is going to be sliding right, you know, you should make, probably aim at his inside hip so that you get a, a good aiming point so that you can block that, that edge defender um, because we know defenses move. That's a big thing. So understanding that, you know, once this tackle does A, this defense end is going to do B, you have to be prepared for it. All right. Uh, playing with leverage, like, you know, Coach uh, Mooney just talked about um, having good hands and hips, being explosive at the point of attack, um, playing with your eyes. I, I think that's another big thing. Um, uh, with our protections, we'll have uh, a, a primary and then a secondary um, guy. So we know the uh, straight line to the quarterback. So if you know that Mike's coming through that middle, that'll be your primary target. If you see that he's dropping in the coverage, then you scan back out the C-gap, see if, it, if you can help out anywhere, then you can leak out. Um, but just being able to, to teach those guys to be physical is the biggest thing for me. Um, and then, uh, you know, understanding who's coming and using your eyes, being being real good with your eyes. Um, you know, many times, you know, offensive line may mess up for protection. If we can help out and fill that gap for them and give that quarterback an extra second or two, they'll get rid of the ball. You know, that's, that's the type of guys that, you know, that I appreciate the most because uh, playing with their eyes, even though it might not be their responsibility, if they're able to make that adjustment really quick, um, because they're, you know, playing with their eyes and moving their feet and proper feet work. Uh, I think that, you know, that's a lesson to have in that pass pro, um, for, especially if we try to fall that effort. Yeah, and so, so Coach Mooney, I've kind of come back to you real quick. Just is there any particular drill that you like to do uh, or that you've seen? Do you like get on a sled or anything? Like just give us like maybe your favorite drill to work pass pro with a running back. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, it's a multitude of ones that I've done. I mean, a, a lot of the things that I'll do, like, for example, I'll, you know, 
I'll get a backup running back or a third string running back, and, and literally what I'll do is I'll just put a guy blitzing from the edge, and I have my running back just to step up and just meet that bag, you know. Um, and I'll just emphasize hands inside, thumbs up, hips down, move your feet, you know. And then we'll have, you know, another another uh, running back who we may pretend that he's the wheel, and we'll do the exact same thing. So I want them to 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 make it as game like as possible. I mean, also like we do a lot of, you know, we'll do a blitz pickup period probably two or three times a week, um, but we make sure that those guys are seeing it over and over and over and over, um, just so you know, come Friday night, you know, when bullets are flying, they're not just, you know, their head isn't on the swivel. They're just looking around, hoping to pick up the right guy. Uh, we got to make sure that they know the exact guy to get to. Yeah, coach, coach Perrin, What about you? Like any sled work or anything like that? You, you guys. Uh, sorry, you guys like to do with the running back as far as pass pro goes? Uh oh, Coach Perry, I believe you muted yourself there. All right, I got there you. There you go. You good? You uh, good? As far as, uh, as, far as uh, pass pro goes, we like to get out the snake and just teach our guys aiming points. So, just like Coach Mooney said, we'll have a guy, um, we'll have a couple different linebackers, and I'll try to set the protection. So, I'll give them a protection, and I'll be, you know, I have maybe three linebackers lined up, and those guys come from different positions to make sure that our guys are getting the right people. Um, so uh, I'll be able to talk to my guys about, all right, so say we got slide protection right here. Who are you responsible for? And I'll send multiple people, but I'll try to make sure that, you know, my guys are thinking, all right, that's not my guy. All right, I'm, this is what I'm looking for here. These, these, these just having my eyes in a good spot um, in the proper places. Um, but not a lot of sled work with that. Um, and I think, like Coach said, that blitz pickup period is just golden for, you know, understanding, you know, what defense is trying to do to us. So I think that those those two periods right there alone, uh, you know, just get your running backs prepared for Friday night. So I've got an off-the-script one for y'all, and it, it kind of lines up with this, and you talked about it some, but Coach Barron, you can start with this one. Um, that actual live look where you've got ones versus ones coming at you guys, and you've got to pick up that blitz. How much do you see that during the week? How much do you run it? Do your running backs get that live look a little bit, or do they get it on Friday night? Um, what does that look like for y'all? Um, as far as for us, we have a couple periods that we, you know, we try to start off with. Say we have like a two-minute period that's good against good, where we we uh, may do what the offenses uh, that we're playing against is doing, and then our defense will do what the defense we're playing against is doing. So we'll have that period uh, like on Wednesdays. Um, but as far as really live constantly, we probably may have, um, other than the blitz pickup period, maybe two periods of that real live action, the bullets flying at those guys. So, you know, not a lot of action, but I think mentally preparing those guys is, is just as important as physically preparing those guys. Cause if they already know what's coming, um, they're already prepared for it. And, you know, everything else should take care of itself, itself if we're playing with the proper leverage and stuff like that. Yeah, and for us, I mean, like, we'll have probably about three to four periods where we'll do good on good. Um, and probably two of those periods are going to be Wilson versus Wilson. Um, so I, I tell, you know, my defense coordinator, hey, show me everything you got, you know, because uh, I want to make sure that, that that you know, my all-region linebacker is blitzing like he's going to on Friday night. But I want to make sure that my all-region running back is having to block like he's going to on Friday night. So, you know, those – those live looks are, are really important. Now, obviously, we utilize our scout team, you know, in, in instances to, um, 
you know, but at the same time too, I think one thing that people kind of forget about is, is the importance of, of, of having good scout players. You know, if you got a guy out there who's just kind of, he's out there kind of going through the, the motion, I mean, he's going to end up killing you, you know, so, um, you know, but we're really big on, on our one-on-ones uh, and, and our good on good stuff and making sure that our guys are going to get a look that looks very similar um, to Friday night. All right, guys. So we'll go ahead with the next one. Um, I've got a couple more questions for y'all, but we'll wait till overtime on that one. Uh, so let's go with lower level. So Coach Perrin, you'll start first. What's that relationship with lower level players and lower level coaches as far as making sure they're doing the right thing in your program? Um, so as far as me, um, I've been blessed with this situation where I've coached both JV running backs and varsity running backs. So um, I actually get to go down there and work with those guys and talk to the uh, JV offensive coordinator and pick his brain as to what he's thinking and then talk to the running backs and, you know, convey what that offensive coordinator is, is thinking, is, you know, his game plan for the week. Um, I also spend a lot of time, you know, walking back and forth because we got a couple different fields that we have and I get to watch the B team because they're right beside the JV. So, I, you know, any words of encouragement, if I see the guys, you know, they're not doing, playing to their potential, um, just I get a chance to actually walk around and do that when we have defensive periods at Stratford. So uh, I think that's that's been really good thing for us because I, I get to see all three levels. Um, and even now, um, we've been able to even get our, 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 our youth leagues out there to practice at Stratford too. So, you know, I think by those guys seeing me, you know, walk around and talk to each the coaches and um, talk to the younger players and do all that, I think I've, you know, done a good job of establishing relationships with players, coaches, families, and stuff like that. So, you know, those guys know who I am, Coach Perrin. You know, that's the running back coach. That's the offensive uh, coordinator. And I always get on those guys. Like, if you want to play for me at the varsity level, you got to do these little things right. Um, so they know that 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 um, that standard is already set for them. Um, for when they, you know, mature and come of age to, you know, play varsity. Man, I, I'll be on with you. I, I've been blessed, um, you know, to, to be able to – my running backs coach um, is also my JV head coach, and he yeah. also coaches a lot of our rec league so, yeah. uh, here in Florence. So, um, yeah. and, and he's a tremendous coach, um, and I get a chance to go and watch him and a lot of the other rec leagues play. Um, my middle school coaches are phenomenal. Our middle school program is great. Um, and, and then my varsity staff, we all coach both JV and varsity. You know, so the things that our JV kids are seeing are the exact same thing that our varsity kids are seeing. You know, and the same thing that we're emphasizing uh, when it comes to fundamentals, when it comes to vision, when it comes to balance, et cetera. Uh, our JV guys are getting that. Um, you know, my middle school staff is really good about um, you know, not obviously in the season, it's a little bit harder, but outside of the season, um, I bring my middle school in at a separate time in the evenings, you know, so my middle school staff comes in. So, when, so for example, when they lift, uh, on, you know, Monday and Wednesday, um, on Tuesday and Thursday, like we're going out, we're practicing, we're working, we're going through drills. Um, those guys are being coached and we're, and we're re-emphasizing those fundamentals. So, uh, my middle school guys see the same drills that my varsity guys do. Um, and then the rec league, obviously, because I, I've got a pretty good relationship with um, a good bit of those coaches. I get a chance to, to, to invite them over to our practices, et cetera. Um, I like to have a lot of consistency about, 
you know, building the program. So um, they get a chance to, to see our running backs on Friday night, you know, like for example, this past season due to injury, um, which was a good and a bad thing. But, I mean, we ended up playing four different running backs. Um, I had two running backs that had 500-plus yards rushing. I had two other running backs that had 400-plus uh, yards rushing. Uh, my quarterback had 200 and uh, – no, I'm sorry, I had 373 yards rushing. You know, so they get a chance to see uh, how it needs to be done when it comes to, to running the football. Coach, you ain't supposed to be running the football that much in the air raid. Oh, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Come on, man. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's nah, that's hey, good stuff, man. Hey, we end up being exactly 50, uh, 50% pass and run this year. There you go. Like, Listen, you're hey, you're not like our boy Ben Beck, are you? Like, he, he always wants to text us and tell us about how much he runs the football. I'm like, dude, I don't care. Like, just, hey, go get it, man. Whatever you want to do. It don't matter. Hey, hey now, I'm say, now I'll say one thing. He ran the football a lot this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, I think you had to, I'll, didn't he? He had some, some guys get injured. Coach, we heard about it every week. We know. <laughs> we know. Uh, I don't think he listens far enough into the episodes to get to this point, so he won't even hear what we're talking about. But. <laughs> Freaking Gen Z or whatever he is. <laughs> that's Mooney's son. That's that's your son, Coach Mooney. Oh, yeah. That's my guy. Man. <laughs> yeah. All right, sweet. So uh, you guys have done an excellent job so far. Let, let, we got one more question here in the aired out segment. Um, it's kind of a fun question, and then we'll go to our last overtime segment. So – uh, we've been asking it every week. If you could have a free year, now this ain't even fair for Coach Mooney. He's uncoached every position in the game. So, but anyway, so Coach Mooney, you go first, and we'll let Coach Perrin go. If you have a, if you had a free year to coach anything other than running backs, you're not the head coach, you're not the coordinator, you're just a position coach. What would you coach? It would be DBs, you know, because uh, that's the only position that I've never coached. Um, but I, but the thing about it is, I'm I'm pretty well versed with secondary play and different things because. When I, you know, over the years, when I, when I go to clinics, I always go in and listen to guys speak on things that I don't feel like I'm, I'm that well versed in. So over the years, I've always went in and listened to DB coaches talk about technique and, and footwork and eyes and, you know, different coverages and everything. But DBs, I think, like, will be really fun, you know, because that that old defensive aggressiveness that, you know, is kind of in my mind always, um, you know, I've always been a fan of, DBs that were really physical, that love tackling. So I would want to implement those things and, uh, you know, kind of build a secondary that's, that's aggressive, fast, and, you know, really fundamentally sound. Coach Perrin, what about you? Um, as far as me, I think I'm going to stick to the offensive side of the ball. I really want to get into wide receivers. Um, that's something that I haven't done. You know, I've been with the big guys up front, um, running backs now. Um, so, you know, seeing this development, you know, the outside guys, um, you know, being off of the line guy, I hate seeing um, wide receivers miss blocks on the outside. That bothers me so much. So just trying to be able to develop those guys and, you know, teaching that mentality of the offensive line, like stay on your block, drive your feet, you know, all that good stuff. I think that I, you know, I would enjoy trying to teach uh, those wide receivers. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, Coach Fields, I'm I'm kind of disappointed, man. No, nobody's picked up on wanting to coach the third down defensive ends like me. I don't. I don't. Listen, I'm I'm pretty sure the uh, I think it's Coach Moore in the NFL. He's 84, Bo, and has had I read it the other day. 
He had like 47 NFL contracts, but he's a pass rush specialist, dog. So there's hope. <laughs> there you go. See, that's all I want to do. Just go. coach the third down, third and long. Sorry, third and long <laughs> defensive ends. That's what I want to coach right there. That's it. That's Every it. time. Yeah, so good stuff, guys. So we'll kind of close out this aired out segment. We got one, like the overtime segments coming up. Uh, we'll kind of let you guys share. Uh, if you got a question for each other or, or for us or whatever you want to talk about, that's kind of your time to open up the floor to you guys. So we'll close out the aired out segment and jump right into the overtime. All right, so we, we made it to the overtime segment. Uh, these guys just gave us some good stuff here in the aired out segment. We'll kind of jump into overtime. So overtime is kind of for our guests, you know, our guests to talk about something they want to talk about or they can ask a question, you know, they might want to know the answer to. Um, so, Coach Mooney, we'll just go ahead and, you know, let you have the floor. It, it, overtime's for you. If you got a question, wherever you want to do, it's your time. Go, go ahead, big dog. Yeah, that's fine. I appreciate it. Um, hey, Coach Perrin, question for you. I, I know you're down there in the low country and you're the office coordinator and everything. Um, is there a defense that you that you hate seeing or, or one that, that maybe gives you problems as far as, you know, or maybe they're a team that maybe they coach something in, in a certain way that, that, that bothers you? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Kane Bay. Uh-oh. With those three stud linebackers sitting there, that 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 four three that they put in, man, it makes it difficult when you got guys play sideline to sideline like they have, um, in that front. You have to do a lot of different things. Um, you know, when we we try to play Kane Bay, we try to spread them out as much as we can, uh, to try to get those linebackers to play in space. But it's just difficult, man. Um, I, I definitely see Kane Bay. Um, they do a lot of good things down there, man. So, um, I think Kane Bay gives us a big problem. Um, Berkeley, you know. You know, both of you guys are able to coach good teams, man. Knowing that tradition at Berkeley, I think those guys play with a lot of spirit no matter what. Um, and they're physical. You know, those country boys in Monk's Corner, man, they're very physical. And, you know, we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to develop their, that at Stratford. So, um, you know, playing those two physical teams, but, you know, that whole region is very tough um, top to bottom. So, um, I just think, you know, being in low country, you know, um, having to play some of these, you know, 5A schools um, day, week in and week out, you know, it's been very, very interesting for me coming from, you know, different levels that I've coached at. Um, but, yeah, those those two definitely stand out to me when I think about, you know, just trying to game plan against them. Yeah, it, it, it makes me think, you know, I know the years I was at Asher Ridge as the OC and then when I was at Woodland, um, like for me, it was always – I, I almost despise coaching against Wando, uh, Jamel Smith, who is yep. a tremendous, tremendous uh, defensive coach. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and he's an old Coach Beamer guy, so he knows he knows defensive football. Mm -hmm. uh, his guys were always in the right place at the right time. Always, um, Somerville was, was very coached, you know, very well coached uh, defensively. So those two were, were were defenses that when you game plan for them, you you knew you had to be really particular because if not, then you were probably going to have a mistake, you know? So, uh, yeah, man, that there's some, some good, some good football down there. Well, listen, I, I hated, listen, I, we'd go over to Kane Bay some and, and do seven on seven. You talk about Wando. 
I mean, it was kind of different in the season. I guess they did some different things. But them cats would play us in seven-on-seven. And they put them big old, you know, white boys out there just like 210, (laughs) 220 out there. And they're up in my guy's face. And I'm like, look, dude, quit hitting my receiver like that. We ain't got no pads on. I'm trying to get them to get, you know, work on releases and stuff. And they're just over there just mauling my guys. So, you know, you talked about the Wando stuff, especially early on my first couple years down here. We go see those guys and – now, obviously, it was seven-on-seven seven defense. It was a little bit different in the season. But still, those guys, like you said, they're, they're pretty well coached up. That's that's a good yeah, point yeah. there. Yeah, Coach Perrin, you, you got anything for the overtime segment you want to ask or talk yeah. about? Yeah, Coach Mooney, definitely. Um, so, just uh, I would like to know just your thoughts on your first two years as a head coach. You know, what have you learned? Um, you know, I, I guess a lot of young coaches were striving to be head coaches one day. Um, what are some things that are points of advice that you can give some of us that, you know, want to reach that level that you're at? Um, what the do's and some don'ts um, that you've learned so far? That's an awesome question. Well, I'm going to tell you t- uh, two things. F- first of all, be, be prepared, like prepare yourself to work, you know, like, like that's the biggest thing, you know. And the second thing, as far as what I've learned as a head coach, you want to be honest with you, I haven't learned anything. And I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Because the first 20 years, I worked my tail off. There you go. I'll be very honest with you. You know, so um, the thing about it was, you know, I started coaching when I was 19. Um, I worked with some, you know, and I know Cam knows some of the guys I work with, but I worked with a lot of older guys. I learned how to wash laundry, how to paint fields. I learned, you know, I know that's kind of an old antage where people say, oh, young guys don't want to paint fields. Well, it's not really that. I think it's just, you know, different, different day and age. Um, but the thing about it was that, um, you know, I started off doing a lot of pen and paper, a lot of pen and paper stuff. Um, uh, I love watching film. Uh, I don't mind painting fields. I don't mind washing laundry. I don't mind vacuum cleaning. So I did those things very often when I was young and when I, when I need to learn those things. So uh, when I became serious about wanting to become a head coach, um, I, I, felt, I felt fully prepared to become a head coach because I had worked with some really good guys. Um, I had worked really hard. Um, I had asked questions, but I wasn't annoying when I asked questions. Um, the thing about it is that I always told myself, and even now I do it, you know, that uh, I'm not the smartest guy in the room. Uh, I probably never will be the smartest guy in the room. So don't be afraid to ask questions and get help, you know. And uh, so when I became a head coach, you know, there, there really was not a large learning curve for me because – the thing about it is that, you know, the things that I did a, as a coordinator, um, and even when I was at Woodland, man, I, I worked for a really good head coach, Eddie Ford, and and uh, he gave me, you know, the, the autonomy to, to do a lot of head coaching type stuff. Um, and a lot of the other head coaches I worked for uh, also gave me some, some some really good authority and some really good responsibility uh, when I was younger. So I put in the work on the front end. So when I became a head coach, it wasn't that much of a headache. I mean, you know, it's a little bit more time. But the thing about it is, you know, I'm a little bit of a workaholic. So, um, you know, really, is, it, is there anything specific that I, I've learned? Really not, honestly, um, because those first 20 years, I mean, I, I grinded myself. I challenged myself. I, I went and learned from people that I knew knew more than me. Um, I wasn't afraid to be the, 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 the young guy in the room and the less well-versed guy in the room. Um, I was, I, I tried to be humble about, about learning things, um, you know, and, and I, I just worked my tail off, you know, so when I became a head coach, I, I mean, like, I love being a head coach, not because of the authority, 
it's just because of everything I put in 20 years before that, you know. So, um, uh, you know, for, for young guys, the biggest thing I would say is uh, be humble. Learn from other people that know more than you. Um, go out and expand your horizon. Um, I mean, I know high school coaches from coast to coast. I mean, guys who even now, you know, I'll text them, call them, ask a question and say, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? What's your philosophy on this or that? Uh, I'm not afraid to learn. You know, um, you know, w w one of my big things is always be a lifelong learner. Uh, don't be arrogant or say, well, nobody can t teach me anything else. I promise you there's always something else that you can learn. Uh, that, that's one of the reasons why I've been blessed to coach multiple positions um, is that when I got challenged to coach another position, I went and found somebody that knew 10 times the amount that I did, and I shut up, and I listened, <laughs> and I learned. So, you know, that, that's my biggest advice for, for, for younger coaches. Yeah, Coach, and, and what the stuff you guys are talking about right now is, like, essentially what, you know, was kind of the idea behind all this, the YCA stuff is, you know, you, you just spoke on it. Like, we want people to understand that. And I can speak for someone because I've known you. I've been around – I was around you for two years when I first started out, and – you know, someone I could go and talk to, and you were always, you know, obviously welcoming to me and made me feel like I was part of the staff, even though I was a, a young college kid. But, you know, like you said, you, you coach multiple positions, and you ain't been afraid to learn something new. And, and all the stuff you just said, is, I, can, I can vouch. It's not just coach speak. Like, you've actually lived it. So, you know, I want guys that are listening, you know, to understand that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, that's a great question. I actually have one, so it's kind of elaborating off of that. You know, we listen to Parker Resources. I'm sure you probably listen to all that stuff, too. A lot of those guys talk about how much less football they actually coach when they become a head coach. Can you kind of, like, relate to that experience? Like, tell me, what's your aspect? Or what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that in some regards. Um, the one thing about it is I, I like being hands-on. Like, I'm not a micromanager, so I don't want anybody to think that. But I like being hands-on. I like going over and helping coach positions. You know, now as a head coach, I spend a lot of my time on culture stuff, you know, making sure that our culture is where I would like for it to be um, and making sure that we're holding kids accountable, making sure that we're working the weight room, making sure that, that we're getting after it, you know, uh, in the classroom, uh, making sure that, that, that we're on time. You know, I'm, I'm very OCD about time. Um, I spend a lot of my time on, on just the culture of what we do here at Wilson. Um, you know, as far as coaching position, um, I always, you know, I'm not a ride around on the golf cart guy. Uh, you know, I'm not a stand on the sideline and sit on my phone type of guy. I'm not a, uh, well, let me go in the building. I'll be right back in five minutes and I'm gone 30 minutes. I'm not one of those, one of those type of head coaches. Um, I'm too OCD. I'm too ADHD for that. Um, so, you know, I like going around to other positions, just watching my coaches coach their guys, you know, kind of help sharpen some skills here and there. But I like being involved in the coaching aspect of it uh i'm not as much as i used to be because i'm a head coach but i still like you know being kind of hands-on with, with every position gotcha and, and so coach perrin like kind of your situation you know just just talk about kind of your role within like what, what do you do like transitioning from position coach to offensive coordinator are you more of a i'm working with one position group type guy or are you kind of overseeing everybody kind of like coach mooney's what, what he's talking about but just for the offensive side what, what do you do for your guys um, as far as me, um, I, I really try to, you know, go around and talk to everyone and, you know, pick people's brains. Uh, like Coach said, I, as an offensive coordinator, I don't want to be a micromanager. I want to know what your thoughts are 
Um, like Coach McDaniels told me from day one, he didn't want yes men around him. He want guys that come up with thoughts and come up with game plans and, you know, explain, you know, their, their reason and their process of thinking behind, you know, what we should be doing. So, you know, when we go into meetings on Sundays, um, I get a chance to see, you know, how what people are thinking. Um, and, you know, I, I like being able to talk to guys who, you know, understand that this is this is business. It's not personal. So, you know, uh, if somebody doesn't like your opinion or anything, and, you know, we'll try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being able to talk up and speak for yourself because I, I think there's uh, not being able to have any ideas it's not a good thing, but a football program and establishing culture. You got to have ideas about everything from, you know, how you live to how you play, how you dress. You want to be able to, you know, have all those things um, incorporated with your guys and your assistants. So I think um, for me, you know, I do close to running back position, but I get a chance to spend a lot of time with um, the offensive line coach, tight ends coach, uh, wide receiver coach, spend a lot of time with quarterback, um, you know, just help them try to develop those relationships with those guys. And that, you know, we just work together to, you know, I might have the title, but it's a collective effort in what we're trying to do here and try, trying to be successful. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's good stuff, man. I really appreciate you guys coming over here and sharing. Uh, Coach Fields, you got anything for the overtime segment before we let these guys get out of here? Yeah, are we good on time? I've got a couple of questions. Yeah, yeah, we got time. Go ahead. Okay, good. So uh, the first one, guys. And Coach Perrin, I'm not trying to get anything from you here when I ask the scheme question, but <laughs> gotcha. um, it's going back to pass protection, okay, talking okay. running back specifically. You guys are both play callers. Um, what type of blitz – and you don't have to get all exact, but what type of blitz really hurts your running backs? Like what, what gets them confused? Is it something pre-snap as far as bluffing? Is it something with a straight-up overload? Is it a twist? Is it – you know, what gives your running back problems? I think for us is the delayed blitz um, because, like I, like I spoke on, how our, our, our running back's going to check, you know, that inside gap first and then work outside. I think if, you, if you're able to delay us a little bit um, and send in that, that Mike linebacker and do a little, you know, little stunts in the middle where it gets our eyes looking outside and we have to come back inside, I think that that hurts us a lot. Um, but that hurts anybody. If you watch NFL, they, they run a lot of those delayed blitzes now. Um, and, it, you know, it just messes with those running backs really bad. Coach yeah. Manning? Yeah, for, for our guys, I, I think that probably some twist stunts, you know, probably something that, that our guys uh, have a little bit of a hard time with. And, and the reason <laughs> I say that is because we don't see a lot of it. But when we do see it, it causes a problem for us. Um, you know, so a lot of times when, you know, I'll give you an example of, you know, like, like Hilton Head does a good job of, of running some twist stunts with their two inside guys, um, and that's something that we don't see a lot of in our region. Um, but, you know, but those particular weeks, you end up having to spend a little bit more time telling your running backs, hey, you're going to see this guy move, and you're going to see that guy loop around him, and this guy twisting everything. Um, so you got to make sure that you keep your eyes focused on your guy and your area, whether we're sliding or we're man uh, protecting. Um, and making sure that you're not, you know, kind of getting getting caught up in the eye candy, you know. So, uh, for us, I think it's twist us. So, got a second one here. Um, Coach Mooney, you can start with this one. How much do you guys use pods during your group time? Um, I'm a huge fan of pods. It might just be center guard, running back, 
nose and inside linebackers or maybe center guard tackles, half line stuff. Do you guys incorporate that at all? Yeah, so we do some uh, some pod type stuff, and I'll give you something kind of funny now. This is the, this is really the old school of me. So half line stuff, and that's the old D line of me, and the, the, the that's the you're 19 years old and you're working with 40 and 50 year old men. Um, we do a, you know a, a decent amount of half line type of stuff and try to kind of pod those things up so um, our guys aren't seeing a lot of stuff at one time. You know, it's kind of like, for example, it helps so much, man. It's, it's so it underrated. Helps so it it um, helps so much. You know, it, it, it's kind of like the first day of practice, you know, like uh, for spring practice, you go out there and you're doing 11 on 11 stuff in the first five minutes and everybody's like all over the place and coaches are mad and players are mad. And, you know, there's a lot of John going on, whatever it is. But when you can pod those things up in little areas, um, that that makes a huge difference. Yeah. So. Uh, we do that, you know, uh, a decent little amount here at Wilson and, uh, you know, just try to uh, simplify some things. You know, I remember as a defensive line coach years ago, uh, I remember like being young and kind of getting frustrated and saying, man, why are my guys squeezing? Why are my guys doing this? And Randy Burns, who's one of my mentors, was like, hey, coach, we're going to go half line, man. And we're going to go half line and we're going to go half line. And then we get done with that, we're going to half line again. Um, but by sectioning that thing off and having less guys involved, then you start to see the growth a little bit more. So, uh, so yeah, I think potting things off is, is a really good way to 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 progressively build up and get better on both sides of the ball um, at every position. Coach Barron, do you guys do that at Stratford? Uh, not really. That's, that's a big thing. I think that we might look at trying to do a little bit more of this year. I think that, you know, um, just the teaching aspects of it, something that we might need to look at, you know, developing in, in the spring and carrying over in the summer and starting off in the fall. We do a little bit, you know, with our our, uh, our seven on seven periods. We, we do a little, you know, uh, half line stuff where we work with the um, offensive line um, while we're still doing seven on seven. But it's not a big priority for us. But I think that's something that we definitely need to, you know, look at trying to develop for our guys, just the teaching aspect of it, because we're, you know, so young, um, having a lot of, having to play a lot of young guys. Um, I think this would definitely help with our progression. Yeah, I just think that's huge. Coach Willis, are we good on time? I got a couple more, man. Yeah, so let's just take a quick break and let's keep yeah. asking them. I'm good. We're good with time as far yeah. as overall. Let me just, we'll take a quick break. We'll come right back. Yeah, so right back into it. Coach Fields has still got some overtime questions. Coach Fields, Coach Fields, let's go ahead and go. Yeah, I'm I'm dominating tonight, guys. Let's Sorry do it. This, Get but, it. Uh, hey, we got offensive so, guys on here, so it don't matter. You can talk all you want. Yeah. Uh, all right. This one's Coach Mooney. Is G Rap power? Let's just go. <laughs> there it is. I've been waiting on it. Listen, hold on, Coach. Hold on, Coach. Hold on, Coach. Hold on, Coach. Coach Mooney is gonna take up for his boy being back, and he is gonna say that G Rap is power. I'm just gonna let you know. Go ahead, Coach Mooney. All right, well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to spice it up a little bit. It's, 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 uh, it's, spread, it's spread power. It's, uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, we call it, like, we call it power for us. Um, I'll be honest with you, it, it has been in our offense, and, and a lot of you guys are familiar with it, we call it HBO. And that's something that I learned from, from Brian Lane when I was at Burns and, and worked it from him. Um, but our, our power, <laughs> I guess, is y'all's G-Rap. <laughs> uh, has been a really, really good play for us over the years. I mean, it's been years where uh, that play has averaged six, seven, eight yards a clip. 
you know, and we have, have killed people with it. You know, um, going back to my time at Woodland, uh, Chad Greer, who, who, who was an amazing football coach, um, was at Oceanside for, for a while. I remember, uh, coach, you know, we're getting ready to play against them in the third round of playoffs in 2019. And, uh, and I remember him in the middle of the field saying, Coach, man, you guys run, their, run that power great on the inside. Um, and I said, yeah. I said, it's, it's one of our popular plays. I mean, but, you know, uh, oh, but, yeah, man. I mean, like, we call it power. G-Rap, it's all the same thing. <laughs> oh, man. Coach Mooney using the big-time references. Yeah, he had to throw it at somebody, like, up more names in there <laughs> yeah, to make right. it. <laughs> Listen, if I'm, if I'm going to say Ben back. Just skip to the end of the episode so your boy Mooney can save you on here. That's what I'm <laughs> Yeah, he went big time on us. So, Coach Perrin, I got something for you. This is a joking one, okay? Gotcha. Uh, I, told, I told everybody that we had a list of demands. So, the first one was no gap scheme out of empty. All right. Gotcha. All right. This, the second one is no tight end trades. None. <laughs> Zero. You you can't do it. Um, <laughs> Denny cannot do it. No, but it, it's not allowed with the red and black <laughs> at all. So, and then finally – the third demand is no personnel changes. Okay. So you got to give us, and you get one tunnel screen a game. Got it. That's it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say this coach fields may get fired tonight by, by coach Zare. Cause I think he just gave Stratford their game plan for you next year. <laughs> None of that. Okay? I appreciate it. I appreciate coach coach parent is writing this stuff down as you're talking right now. I'm putting, putting on the Rolodex. I'm putting on the Rolodex. Oh, go. man. Coach, young coaches don't even know what a Rolodex is, man. Yeah. They're going to Google that right now. They're going to think it's some fancy technology. Yeah, they're going to go, like, what's half line and what's a Rolodex? Right. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, good stuff. Man. No, I appreciate it, guys. For yeah, real. It's, it's been a blast, man. We love having new people on. Yeah, definitely, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, and Coach Perryman, like I said, you know, obviously, again, if you're listening to these episodes and stuff, these guys are taking out time of – obviously, it's off season. You know, Coach Mooney's got some things he could probably be doing right now, you know, going to Las Vegas and stuff and not inviting nobody else, you know. I mean – It's my anniversary. I invited my wife. <laughs> okay, you get, a, you get a pass there. You get a pass there. But, yeah, yeah, so, uh, you know, Coach Perrin and I are coaching golf, so we'll see each other in a couple of weeks. But, you know, it's still kind of yeah. off season for us. We like to – you know, it's – it's enjoyable, but again, we appreciate you guys coming on here tonight, man, and and sharing some stuff with us. And you know, obviously, you know, moving forward, we want you guys to be involved as much as possible. We're going to try to keep this thing rolling. So, you know, again, we appreciate you stepping on tonight and spending some time with us. Absolutely, man. I mean, it, this has been terrific. Uh, you know, I know I, I've kept up with you guys a lot, man, and what you're doing is great stuff. And you know, and, and, you know, some of you guys that, that know me, man, I, I'm all about watching young guys grow. You know, um, I know the young guys get kind of a, uh, a bad rap, you know, like when it comes to uh, any guys 45 and older a lot of times. But, uh, you know, at the same time, too, you guys are, you know, the future of high school football. So, um, you know, I want to see you guys grow and develop and obviously having segments on like what you're doing now, man. Like this, this is terrific stuff. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, man, and, and wishing you guys the best with this. And, I'll say anytime I can never be of assistance, man. Definitely give me a call. Yeah, we appreciate you, Coach. Coach Perrin, you got anything before we guys, uh, let you guys go? Yeah. Yeah, man, definitely uh, appreciate you guys creating a platform for us young coaches, man, that are striving to do uh, some of the things like Coach Mooney is doing and 
learning from these guys that that's done it for so long and um, know the right way to do things. That's that's a big thing. Is you know don't cut corners and um, we appreciate I appreciate you, Coach Mooney. You know um, and you guys for hosting. Um, look forward to doing it again. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Coach Fields, you got anything before we close it out, man? No, um, just we're we're going to the clinic next week. Coach Willis and I are going. Um, if you've if you've been on the pod, come see us. We got a little gift for you. Okay, we're just going ahead and throw that out there. We're trying to get a little thank you gift to everybody. So if you're going to be at the clinic, come see us. Sounds good. Yeah, I'll try to have yeah, my YCA yeah. shirt on. So I'll try to have my shirt on so everybody can see. Yeah, me. like here, here I am. Here I am. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Most definitely. All right, fellas. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap this thing up. Again, we appreciate you guys. And uh, so this will kind of close out our, our running back position episode. We'll talk to you guys next time. See you.